It's the Larry Kudlow Show. Free market prosperity starts here. Now, here's Larry Kudlow. Hello, folks. I'm Larry Kudlow. This is the Larry Kudlow Show. Great pleasure to be with you. And it is July 4th weekend, which is usually a great time of celebration. And this year is no different. The Declaration of Independence, let's see, 246 years ago, if I have that right. Somebody could correct me. 2020, 2022 minus 1776. Anyway, I think it's 246. I could be wrong. Dial me in if you got a different number. (laughs) It's It's not an exercise in arithmetic so much as it is a celebration of probably the greatest document. I know it's the greatest document in the English language. It may be the greatest document uh, in world history, perhaps accepting the Bible. I'll amend that if you're talking about the Bible. But one of the things I want to say today is on the issue of life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness, which is the guts of it, we need to restore life, liberty, and happiness here in the U.S. It's the restoration. Things have gone off course. We don't have enough life, liberty, and pursuit of happiness. It's been a rough year. It's been a rough 18 months. The Biden administration has gone completely haywire, trying to overturn America, transform it into some kind of left-wing, woke, progressive, big government, socialist country, and it's being rejected. Their views are being rejected every which way, every which way. And what I want to suggest to you is this Declaration of Independence, this fabulous document proclaiming American independence and American liberty, you know, if you read it, it goes, really, it's a, um, it's a bill of attainder. Now, it was a bill of attainder, of course, against the despotic King George III and Britain. When in the course of human events it becomes necessary for one people to dissolve the political bands which have connected them with another, and to assume among the powers of the earth the separate and equal station to which the laws of nature and nature's God entitle them. A decent respect to the opinions of mankind requires that they should declare the causes which impel them to the separation. The separation. Meaning, meaning, the separation from King George III and Britain because of their unjust treatment of the American colonies. No representation, no law and order, no rule of law, high taxes, no trade, no respect. So they're saying the laws of nature and nature's God give them the right to separate, to rebel. 
And I would say to you, it's not the same thing today, obviously, because we are a democracy because of the Declaration of Independence and, of course, the Constitution that followed it and the victorious Revolutionary War. But I think the voters of America today in 2022, they'll go to the polls in November. We're already seeing early results in the various primaries and so forth. Those voters are going to vote to separate from the Biden administration and to separate from the Democratic-run Senate and especially the Democratic-run House. There is a separation movement going on here. It's a backlash against Mr. Biden's far-left progressivism. And that backlash is everywhere, every nook and cranny of the country, throughout the population, Republicans, Democrats, independents. And so there's going to be a revolution. And in short, the cavalry's on the way, modern-day cavalry. People do not want big government socialism. They don't want uh, this great phrase that cropped up yesterday, first from Biden at the uh, NATO meeting in Spain and then his uh, National Economic Council director, Brian Deese, that's a position I held during the Trump years. Uh, we have to stomach high gasoline and energy prices, record high prices, in order to preserve a liberal world order. No, we don't. I mean, a liberal world order, I'm not sure what they mean by that. Is that globalism? Is that the UN? Is that the IMF? Is that the World Bank? If it is, I'm opposed to it. If it means, uh, you know, respecting boundaries and treaties and sovereignty and basically stopping Vladimir Putin, I'm in favor of stopping Vladimir Putin in Ukraine. But that's no reason. That's no reason why we have to have $5 gasoline or just less than $5 gasoline or $120 oil. That's not, that's not the point. The point is his bad policies on energy and the environment. Not producing oil and gas and gasoline and refining. That's the problem. Defending Ukraine's uh, sovereignty is not the issue. It's what they've done at home and failed to do at home and damaged everybody in the process with record food prices and gasoline and diesel and disregard for truckers and so forth and so on. It's a big backlash. This is nonsense. It's not globalism. Defending Ukraine freedom is great. The way to defend Ukraine freedom Yes, give them all the arms and military and artillery that they need, absolutely. But the other piece that Biden wouldn't do, of course, is open the spigots for oil and gas, not gas, and gasoline, build new refineries, provide relief to Americans. Trump did it. We gave up energy independence. Our energy independence is the is the key point here. Anyway, I want to go back to the Declaration of Independence. The laws of nature and nature's God give everybody the right to separate 
from an oppressive regime. And that's what the founders did 246 years ago. And then comes, you know, probably the most famous paragraph, certainly in the annals of democracy, again, the most famous paragraph in all of, I think, English literature, and maybe accepting the Bible literature around the world. You know it. I know it. We hold these truths to be self-evident, that all men are created equal, that they are endowed by their creator with certain unalienable rights. Endowed by their creator with certain unalienable rights. That among these are life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. And that to secure these rights, governments are instituted among men, deriving their just powers from the consent of the governed. The consent of the governed. And that when any, whenever any form of government becomes destructive of these ends, it is the right of the people to alter or to abolish it and to institute a new government. Folks, that's what's going on here. The cavalry is coming. The cavalry is coming. Because this Biden government has been destructive of these ends of life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness, and is therefore the right of the people to alter or abolish it and institute a new government. Governments can only govern if they have the consent of the governed, and the governed are in full revolt right now. The governed are in full revolt. And so there is a separation coming. I say this on July 4th weekend because it's, you know what? It's just as important today as it was 246 years ago. Ours is a democracy, a representative government, so we will do it peacefully. We don't have to have a war. But this is what uh, Thomas Jefferson and Ben Franklin and James Madison, this is what they're talking about. Withholding the consent of the governed and instituting a new government. All right? The cavalry is on the way. The cavalry is on the way. I mean, it kind of gives me a, you know, shiver down my spine. So let me take a quick break here, all right? I'm going to talk for a while about this. July 4th weekend It's so important that everybody understand the historical context, the political meaning and uh, the good news is we will defeat the Biden government. We will defeat it. Biden is not exactly King George, but he's about as unpopular as King George. For all the reasons we're going to discuss today, you know them, folks, if you listen to this show. So I'm going to spend a little time fleshing this out. I'm Larry Kudlow. And by the way, uh, join us during the week, Fox Business. The name of the show is Kudlow. I'm taking a day or two off, but I'll be back uh, I'll be back next week. And on this show, you can live stream us all across the country. 
It's uh, WABCRadio.com or it's the LarryCudlowShow.com. Get us on the internet, live stream us throughout the United States, overseas, throughout the entire solar system. We have a terrific following around the solar system. I'll bet you there are people or something like people all around the solar system that would love to hear a good discussion of life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. What's that really mean? Why have we lost it? And how we're going to restore it. July 4th weekend. I'm Larry Kudlow. We'll be right back. Now, back to the Larry Kudlow Show. So, this is Larry Kudlow. And uh, happy July 4th weekend. The country's broken. The country is broken, but we're going to fix it. We're going to fix it. And I want to talk some more about the Declaration of Independence. July 4th is about the Declaration of Independence. It's a celebration of the Declaration of Independence. That's the way I look at it. That's the way I look at it. Every year I've done this radio show, which is over 20 years, a few years off for White House service, but I'm back and loving it. Grateful to uh, John and Margot Katsimatidis for giving me this show. I guess we've been back on now about a year and a half or so, which is great stuff, and I love doing it. And you can get us everywhere. Just li- just live stream us. Live stream us on the Internet, wabcradio.com or thelarrykudlowshow.com. You can hear us everywhere around the country, the world, the solar system. So I want to go back to this life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness because there's a little bit of a backstory here. A little bit of a backstory. Uh that phrase, life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness, was originated by John Locke, who was a British philosopher and believer in freedom. He was a libertarian, a great believer of, a believer of freedom. He taught at Oxford University and other places. And he was uh, something of a pal of our founders, as it turns out. History suggests he was a pretty good pal of Jefferson and Franklin and Madison. Isn't that interesting? Now, the original phrase by John Locke was, and I quote, no absolute power over the lives, liberties, and estates of the people. No absolute power over the lives, liberties, and estates of the people. So from that comes life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. Locke insisted on the rule of law and the sanctity of private property. He detested overbearing monarchical governments. And what Thomas Jefferson did, Jefferson, brilliant writer, brilliant thinker, Jefferson was also a pretty good marketing guy and knew how to sell a product. In this case, the product was independence for America. So, he kind of changed the phrase, took out estates, and put in pursuit of happiness. So it became life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. And it worked. The documents sold like hotcakes immediately jumped to the number one on the bestseller list for the 13 colonies. 
I'm just taking some poetic license on this, but you get my drift. And that phrase, life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness, has become the revolutionary rallying cry for democracy crusaders ever since and everywhere. Trouble is with this whole story is that we don't have the kind of life, liberty, and pursuit of happiness in the U.S. right now. Most folks think they're substantially worse off than they were 18 months ago. And I regret to report, but this is the bill of attainder that was uh, part and parcel of the Declaration of Independence. Their bill of attainder was against King George III. Our bill of attainder is against King Joe Biden. No, that's not right. President Joe Biden. But almost every aspect of daily life is in decline. I mean, we've got record inflation, skyrocketing gas and grocery prices. We have falling real wages. We're probably in a recession right now. We have an overreaching government that believes it is all-powerful with all kinds of command and control, regulatory status, authority. Although I must say, in the last week or 10 days, a constitutionally-minded Supreme Court has done great work in curbing some of the regulatory state. But this crowd seeks to control information and limit free speech and curtail religious freedom keeping parents out of schools, radicalizing the education curriculum around things like race and gender and sexual identification, just wokeism, which is so unpopular. They are undermining law and order. There is a crime wave. They're more concerned with criminals, not the victims. They attack, this is amazing to me, they attack the Supreme Court I mean, here's Joe Biden at the G7 and NATO this past week. And what does he talk about? Attacking the Supreme Court. Because he didn't like the Roe v. Wade decision. He didn't like the gun decision. And he didn't like the EPA decision. I'm going to talk a lot about the EPA decision because I think it puts a dagger in the heart of the Green New Deal and this radical climate change. Politics both stop at the water's edge. Here's, here's all Biden can do. In fact, the other thing he's talking about is worldwide price controls on oil, which, which could mean here in the U.S. as well. Price controls, the dumbest, most socialistic thing possible, never worked. Of course it won't work in the future. They've declared war on fossil fuels. They've declared war on business. They don't like our system of capitalism. They have a radical green climate agenda. Their economics, spending, borrowing, printing money, no discipline, no purpose. That's why we're in a recession in 18 months. Imposing confiscatory taxes on successful entrepreneurs, on businesses, sovereignty at the borders completely shot, 
bungled our national security, bungled Afghanistan, always a dollar short and a day late and steps behind Putin in the Ukraine. Oh my gosh. One thing after another. That's the bill of attainder that the founders talked about in the revolutionary declaration of independence. So we're going to redeclare life, liberty, and pursuit of happiness. We're going to restore life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. The cavalry is coming to restore life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. A quick break, and I want to talk still some more about this story. But it is July 4th weekend, and it's a weekend to be celebrated. And you know what? The great people of this country will straighten this country out. Trust me, the cavalry is coming. From Wall Street to the White House, this is The Larry Kudlow Show. So welcome back, folks. Larry Kudlow is still here. Still talking about the Declaration of Independence. Uh, You heard me with the Bill of Attainder against President Biden. It's, um, It's like the Bill of Attainder against King George III. America's in decline, and that is not the America I know. And it will not stay in decline because of our democracy and the consent of the governed has been withdrawn from the government. Right smack there in the Declaration. And I want to also say, if you look carefully at the Declaration, read this thing, one of the key points here is that our freedom, we hold these truths to be self-evident, that all men are created equal, that they are endowed by their creator, by nature's God with certain unalienable rights, life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. The point here is, it is our creator, it is God, that gives us the right to be free and independent and gives us the right to rebel against overbearing, absolutist, monarchical government. So the pecking order here is Creator first. Second, creator giving the rights of life, liberty, and pursuit of happiness to individual men and women. They have the rights derived from God, and they, they tell the government what to do. That's right. They tell the government what to do. Governments are instituted among men and women deriving their just powers from the consent of the governed. And if governments lack the consent of the governed, then the governed will overturn them. And that's what's going to happen this coming November in Congress and then hopefully in the presidential election in 2024. 
So these are very powerful themes. And right now, life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness is at low ebb. But as I say, and you know I'm an optimist, the country is rejecting Biden's big government socialism, rejecting his attempt to transform America into some woke, critical race theory, sex and gender identification, attempts to take over the schools and shut out the parents, attempts to turn us into some kind of green power country. I'm going to talk to uh, former EPA Commissioner Scott Pruitt in a few minutes to talk about this breathtakingly important Supreme Court decision on the uh, EPA and all of the uh, cap-and-trade greenhouse gas emissions where the regulators, the administrative state, the deep state bureaucrats have attempted to usurp democracy and make laws that they are not empowered constitutionally to make. It's a fabulous decision. Puts a dagger into the Green New Deal. But I want to add also here some very poor economic numbers tell us how difficult our position is here in the middle of 2020. The uh, first quarter GDP was revised lower to minus 1.6%, minus 1.6%. And then the GDP tracking model from the Atlanta Federal Reserve just came out yesterday with a new estimate for the second quarter, minus 2.1%. Now, whether that constitutes a form of recession or not, the reality is we have two straight minus quarters. So the first half of the year is minus 1.9%. That's how much we've lost life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. And as far as working folks are concerned, there's an 8% plus inflation rate to go along with the minus 1.9% recessionary GDP reading. And real worker wages are down 3.3%, minus 3.3%. That's a string of very bad minuses with a big plus of 8% inflation. And I don't know how the heck we got there. In 18 months, I mean, at the end of Donald Trump's term, we had an economy that was rising at 6.5%, plus 6.5%, real wages rising significantly, living standards rising significantly inequality down, poverty down, recovering from COVID with a strong V-shaped recovery with about 1.5% inflation. We've gone from plus 6.5% growth with 1.5% inflation to minus nearly 2% growth with at least 8% inflation. 
and we've gone from rising living standards to falling living standards in 18 months. That is not an easy thing to do. But basically, all of Biden's policies, you know, they've, they've gone from free market, free enterprise capitalism to big government socialism with attacks, attacks on free speech and religious freedom, attacks on parents, open borders, embarrassing, catastrophic foreign policy, and shocking increases in all manner of energy, which powers this country. I mean, late yesterday, late last night, the Interior Department and the Biden administration announced that they are halting offshore leasing, both Atlantic and Pacific. A halt. No more. This is another blow. We'll, we'll talk to Scott Pruitt about this in a few moments. And they talk about Americans have to sacrifice for a liberal world order. Well, first of all, I believe in America first. That's what I learned from my former boss, Mr. Donald Trump. But the point is, I don't know what a liberal world order means. If a liberal order, world order means observing international law and sovereignty and borders, okay, I am for that. If it means the UN or the World Court or the G7 or the G20, blah, blah, I'm not for that. I don't care. Those institutions, in my opinion, are no good, unhelpful. They're more socialist than we are, for heaven's sakes. Or maybe Biden wants to catch up and make us just as socialist as they are. My friend uh, Mark Levin, my dear friend Mark Levin, calls it American Marxism. He may be right. Marxism's a tough word, but you know what? He's probably right. I don't want to quibble with him. He's smarter than I am. But the point is, observing international boundaries is a good thing. But there is no reason to blame record gas prices and oil prices and to stomp on 80% of our power this war against fossil fuels, which is part of a war against business, which is part of a war against capitalism. It's all that is from the socialists running this country right now, running our government. They don't, they don't have to be connected. They should have turned the spigots on. They should have stopped these crazy ideas of radical climate change which is no basis in fact. We don't, that has, doesn't have to be synonymous with observing international borders. They're separate issues. In fact, we are still lining the pockets of Vladimir Putin and his Russia with these record high oil prices. Still, to this day, we have not cut it off. India and China are making up the difference from our sanctions. The sanctions have been defeated. Putin has outfoxed us. The solution, 
is not sanctions. The solution was drill, drill, drill. Refine, refine, refine. Pipeline, pipeline, pipeline. That was the solution. And that is what the July 4th rebellion is all about, in my opinion. That and some of the related matters. The consent of the governed, the consent of the governed is being withdrawn from the government. Americans who are free, endowed by their creator with the inalienable rights of life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. We will restore life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness, okay? We will restore. The cavalry is coming. America is in revolt today, much as it was 246 years ago on July 4th, 1776. But this is a day, tomorrow is a day, Monday is a day to be celebrated. Our freedoms must be celebrated because we have the power and the moral backing from God to change this and preserve our freedom and our democracy and our free enterprise economy and our prosperity and our life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. I'm Larry Kudlow. We will be right back with Scott Pruitt, former EPA commissioner, to tell us about this fabulous Supreme Court decision knocking down the EPA made on Thursday. Stick around, folks. We'll be right back.